We're here to ignite your fire by highlighting the success and innovation of other movement professionals. This is the PT on Fire podcast. All right, welcome to Physical Therapist on Fire. My name is Andrew Grecki. I'm sitting here with Nick Hawkins, and we have a really special guest today, uh, a good friend of mine, Brittany Capiello. And Brittany is, uh, she is a women's health uh, expert, and specifically the pelvic floor, and she is revolutionizing uh, the treatment that's uh, uh, available out there and she's got a really great tool that she's created and she's a co-owner of my core floor and we're going to talk all about that today but uh, we're super excited uh, Brittany's also a physical therapist at williamstown physical therapy in williamstown massachusetts correct correct awesome well welcome to the show Brittany. and Thank you. Uh, we're super pumped to have you so pelvic floor Tell us a little bit about that. You know, that's, that's, uh, to some physical therapists, that's kind of, uh, you know, the unspoken world. We, not a lot of us do it, but, but the ones that do it, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing. You can, I've heard a great stories from your patients and I, I, I'm, I'm super interested to hear about what you're doing and why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been working on and, and what, how you got started and, you know, just tell us about it. When I first graduated from PT school, uh, I worked at the National Rehab Hospital in Washington, D.C., and they had a very up-and-coming pelvic floor program and needed new therapists to start um, working in that field. So as a new grad, they approached me and uh, told me that I'd need to learn how to do internal examinations and go to a course where I would have to have internals performed on me, and I told them, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was completely not interested at all. They kind of conned me into doing some observation with them and just seeing if I would be interested. So I agreed to some observation time and I got totally hooked. Um, I saw them changing people's lives in a way that I just didn't see in other aspects of physical therapy. Um, It was very intimate and just had a huge impact because these problems such as urinary incontinence and pelvic pain really affect people's lives in a way that um, is different than even just back pain and knee pain. It affects their relationships with their partners. It affects their ability to go out in public, um, their work life, their recreational life. Um, and I just found it to be amazing that you could make such an impact in somebody's life in such a personal way. So I started treating very traditionally, which most people have heard of doing Kegel exercises and a lot of breathing and core stabilization on the table. Um, And then after uh, starting my job at Williamstown PT and being introduced to Gary Gray and uh, functional treatment approaches and taking the GIFT program in 2009, I started to change my approach to the pelvic floor and really addressing it more as a whole body experience. Um, And so that's where I've kind of been going the last, I would say, probably, I don't know, 10 to 12 years with my PT approach for the pelvic floor, um, which has been really awesome. And the success has been so much greater than what I was getting with the traditional um, approaches my first couple of years treating. So that's been really, really fun to see and really cool. So those of you that don't know, Brittany is a fellow of Applied Functional Science, which which I know uh, myself and, and Nick Hawkins here, we've talked a lot about that because we are also our fellows of Applied Functional Science. And what I love about what you just said is that you you learned the traditional approach first, you were having some success, and then you continued to learn and you found Applied Functional Science and you used the principles that are in Applied Functional Science and you blended it with what you already know and now your your success has just been enhanced. Absolutely. You know, Brittany, you also said something there that I really like. You you really hit hard on addressing not just the the physical part of 
you know, the person when they come in to see you, you know, with the with the the pelvic floor, you know, dysfunction going on. But you hit hard on how this really can affect people's lives. And they, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what seeing pelvic floor patients, it's probably more than any other diagnosis affecting people's minds, bodies, their spirits as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like with the pelvic pain patients, especially, there is as much treating the body as there is the kind of emotional um, and spiritual kind of connection because it is such an intimate part of their life and their relationship they're letting you into that it's awesome to be able to make such a big difference in that part of their lives. Well, and so it's also so almost hidden and I don't want to say embarrassing, but even when you were talking about the internal exam, you should have seen Johnny's face. He was like, Oh man, (laughs) not knowing he's not a physical therapist has no idea. And he hears that. And it's like, Oh, that sounds terrible. And and I think, you know, not only does the treatment a lot of times I think scare people, but also the, the symptoms and the problems that they're having in their lives, it can be very embarrassing, you know? And, and I think, uh, what, what I think the last time we talked, you were saying that one in three women in the country have a yep. problem with their pelvic floor. Exactly. Yep. They actually say it's probably closer to one in two because they say women probably lie on most of the surveys and forms they fill out. Mm. So they actually say it's probably closer to 50% of women in the country. And when I heard that from you, I came back from Chicago and I said to our staff, I said, how many of you have heard from the women that you see in PT that have a pelvic floor issues and big fat zero. Yeah. And, but mm-hmm. statistically speaking, one and two are going to have an issue and they're not even telling us about it and we're getting to know them. They know, like, and trust us and they're not even mentioning it. And, um, it, it's almost becoming, uh, accepted, you know, like, like, um, you know, I know <laughs> you, so you got to tell some of the stories about the, the next question is really what's out there. What, what's the stuff that's going on right now? And you showed me some things, some videos when we were last in Chicago, when we had our meeting in Envisage about how it's almost becoming socially acceptable to have incontinence, you know, and working out like CrossFit, there's, there's some videos online that are pretty disturbing. And, and, um, you know, I'd love to kind of get your take on how frustrated you are with what, not only what's out there for treatment, but also what's out there and how it's becoming socially almost acceptable to have incontinence. It's incredibly frustrating. Um, Whenever I see any of these like commercials or advertisements or YouTube videos about CrossFit, I mean, my blood just boils because the problem is, is that women think it's okay because they don't think there's any other treatment options out there. Um, They've heard of some surgical interventions and then they've heard of basically wearing diapers. And so they just have started to make kind of a joke of it. Uh, CrossFit, There was a video on YouTube that they actually had a gynecologist who was on there who does CrossFit, who actually made a statement that said, it's okay to pee your pants when you do jumping rope, that that's normal and that's what happens, which just infuriated me because the fact that someone in the medical community would say that that's an okay, accepted thing um, and make women believe that that's kind of what they have to live with is just, it's so wrong because it's not the truth. Um, I feel like a lot of these uh, advertisements for Depends and um, always pads that you see on TV showing women dancing around the room with pads on, you know, basically saying you can kind of live your life in a diaper and it's okay. It's so infuriating um, because just women don't know. And I think part of the problem is that even most of the medical community isn't necessarily aware of all the treatment options out there. I spoke with a urologist not that long ago who's a primary referral source for me. And he said, you know, my patients are doing great. Like, I love what, you know, the responses they're coming back with, with their success. He said, what do you do with them? I mean, he had no idea whatsoever. So I took out the model and I explained the functional approach and the muscle attachments. And he was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. He's like, we don't get any of that in school. So I just 
think part of the problem too is that even the doctors aren't getting kind of the background that they need to know that this is something that can be treated um, and doesn't have to be lived with. Um, no, yeah, that's that's a good point, Brittany. And we, you get that. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. You know, we you hear that a lot. And I'm wondering, you know, since you've you've kind of treated this both ways, both traditionally earlier on in your career and now more of the functional approach. Do you find that patients respond a little bit differently to this, even maybe verbally, like, oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Some of the hardest part is getting them to come into the clinic. Initially, we had a lot of um, kind of no-shows or people canceling because they were so, I think, intimidated by the fact of coming to physical therapy for this and not knowing what it was going to entail. Um, so the first thing I do when patients do come in the door is I usually ask them, you know, do you have any idea what you're here for today or what we're going to do? And most of them say no. And so I sit down with them. I show them the model, the muscle attachments. I explain the three-dimensional approach and how the muscles attach three-dimensionally. And within the first 15 minutes, they just get it. Um, and you've built a trust and they feel like they, you know, somebody's actually sat down and explained to them why these problems are happening, um, which I think just sets you up for success and sets them up for success. Um, yeah, absolutely. Patients love kind of having that understanding and it makes it really easy. Sure. Well, and touching on what you mentioned earlier was the doctors don't know. And I think that's, I am passionate about that statement not just with the pelvic floor, but with everything that has to do with musculoskeletal dysfunction. Because th the community doesn't realize this, but physicians, only 15% of current MD students and DOs coming out of school get information in their graduate school on musculoskeletal dysfunctions as well as musculoskeletal treatments. Wow. And it's an elective. And so only 15% take that elective. And even when they choose to go that route, it's only one, one course. And so really when you're looking at the musculoskeletal experts, it is physical therapists, right? And so that's a frustrating thing for me because uh, that's the message we're trying to get out there that it's, 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 it's with pelvic floor, it's with low back pain, it's with shoulders. It is physical therapy really should be done first. We should be the ones that are looked at as the experts. And this is why we're doing this podcast because we're, we're fired up about it. And we want to have people on here like you who are experts and who are changing the world right now, who are, who are, you know, showing, uh, physicians like you're, you're actually teaching physicians, which is awesome. I mean, it's not just patients. You're taking it to a whole new level. And, um, and then now you've got this online program that you're going to, you're about to release called my core floor. So tell us a little bit about that. We're, we're I mean, I'm just, I'm excited to, to use it. I'm excited to see it. Um, and I just think you're just gonna, you're going to kill it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm super excited. We, um, a few years ago, I approached my boss about starting a program just within our clinic and our small community for women who were postpartum. Most of the patients, by the time I see them, they've been dealing with pelvic floor dysfunction for usually years, thinking that it'll just go away or it'll just get better. And then it gets to a point where they just need to do something. Um, so I would, I kept thinking, wouldn't it be great if I could get to these women before they were this far along into the process? So I designed a class um, with the help of my boss that would be for postpartum women. It would be an education and an exercise class. So they'd come in for the first half hour and we would talk about different topics, uh, pregnancy, what it does to your body, postpartum, incontinence, pelvic pain, posture, all the things that really impact the core floor and the pelvic floor. And we found that women weren't getting this education anywhere else. They weren't getting it from their primaries. They weren't getting it for the urogynecologist. They weren't getting it from their gynecologist. They really knew very little about their bodies and what was actually happening in this region following pregnancy. And so we would educate them and then we'd spend an hour doing kind of a core workout. 
Um, the program was designed to be basically a one and done, meaning that they'd come, they'd take the class, they'd get a DVD of the program, and they'd be done in eight weeks. And what we found was that women loved coming to the class. They loved the camaraderie. They loved being with other women. They loved realizing that they weren't the only one kind of dealing or struggling with this problem. Um, It became kind of an open forum and sharing for women to kind of talk about the issues they're dealing with, talk about their pregnancies, their deliveries, um, how they couldn't have sex, how they were leaking their pants when they tried to jump on the trampoline with their kids. And we started having more and more people in the community being interested in the class, but some of which they just couldn't take the time to travel. Um, we live in a pretty small area and it's pretty rural. So people were finding it difficult to travel, you know, an hour class for an hour and a half class, an hour home, have to take care of their kids. So we started thinking, wouldn't it be great if we could do an online version of this class so that we could reach people not only farther out in our community, but you know, across the country, um, across the world and give them the same information, give them the same power to know their bodies and to be able to make a difference and make a change without having to have surgery, without having to kind of live in a diaper. So it was just a more conservative approach to be able to, um, get it out there to everybody. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's inspiring. You, you found a a need and a passion of yours and just went after it. That's, that's cool to hear. Tell us a little bit about the, the kind of the format of it. Is it uh, like how long is it? And, and, and is it 100% online? You know, what are there kind of tell us a little bit about the structure of how you have it. So it's meant to be um, workable into everyday lives. Most moms um, <clears throat> are very busy and they're doing pickup, drop off, they're nursing, they're running all over the place, taking care of the household, the family, they're working at jobs. So my core floor was designed for the busy mom, the busy woman. The education clips are no more than five minutes long. So you could be sitting in uh, your car at the pickup line at school and watch a quick education clip. You could be, you know, cooking dinner and watch a quick education clip. The exercise program parts of it are designed to be at your convenience. So you can choose an interval of 10 minutes. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or 40 minutes for your workout time. So if it's a day where you're like, I need to get a quick workout in, but I just don't have time, you could pick a shorter 10 or 20-minute workout. Or on a day that you have more time, you could pick a 30 or 40-minute workout. Um, It's designed to kind of fit with your schedule so that you can watch these quick education clips and get the same content that I was doing in my class here, um, but just in short, quick bouts. And then, again, kind of get a workout in that works with your schedule. Um, We're also launching as part of it, a blog where people can ask questions, kind of an open, an open forum where they can ask me questions and they can, we can create a community where, you know, that was one of the things the women loved about the class was being able to talk to other women that were dealing with the same thing, not just even talking to me, but just talking with them. So we're hoping to kind of create a community where people can ask each other questions. And I can also, you know, kind of jump in and do some question and answer as well. Um, to make sure that there's no, you know, that there's good information. There's a lot of myths out there. So we want to make sure that women are getting, you know, good answers and truthful answers about what's going on. Now, if I'm, if I'm a, a woman out there or somebody who has a, a patient who right now is thinking in their mind, wow, like this, this sounds like somebody I would want to use this with. What's the strategy for either letting that, you know, letting that woman out there know that, hey, there's something new out there or letting me as a as a physical therapist who's thinking about hey I have a patient right now that I really want to try this with what's the strategy for really get, for getting that out there Yeah, we're still working on that trying to do some networking with therapists we know across the country. Sure. Uh, 
trying to find good ways that we can get that information out. We've also spoken with some doctors, just even locally, about trying to get the information out to doctors too, because we feel like it would be a good thing where if there's not a pelvic floor physical therapist in your area, it'd be great if your gynecologist or you know um, urologist could refer you to the site as well. So yeah, we're still working on that, but it's definitely something that we want to be able to do. We want to be able to get the information to therapists and doctors as well to be able to reference for their patients. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, this could be a game changer. I mean, think about if, you know, some even faculty and, and colleges got a hold of this and, and started to think and change the way that they're teaching even students in PT school. I mean, this could totally okay. change the game. Absolutely. What are the myths? You just mentioned earlier the myths. What are, what are the myths? What, are, what would you consider the top, the top three to five myths uh, that are out there? I mean, the things that I hear from people coming in, I mean, a lot of times I feel like that's why it takes women so long to get in to see me. I mean, I feel like it's better in our community now because people know that I'm here and there's been a lot of, you know, good chatter. So people get in sooner. But initially I had a woman come in who I was seeing for something else and we kind of got talking about my specialty. And she said, oh, I've been peeing my pants for years. She said, I finally, after a couple of years, went to my mother and I said to her, you know, mom, look, since I've had the kids, this has been happening. And she said, oh, honey, that's totally normal. Your grandmother pees her pants and I pee my pants. And that's just what happens after you have kids. And for years, that's what this woman just believed. She was, I think, in her early 40s. And, you know, for the last five or six years had been just having incontinence issues that were progressively worsening. And the one person she went to that she trusted was her mother. And her mother told her that that was normal. Um, I had another woman who came to the class actually for incontinence issues. And um, as we got talking about the pelvic pain, came up to me afterwards and said, you know, my husband and I haven't been able to have sex for years. And I was too embarrassed to tell my doctor. And I just kind of thought it was my lot in life that this just kind of happened and I just wasn't going to be able to have sex ever again. And it's changed our whole relationship. And I think she was at the time, uh, 46 or 47 and had not had been able to have sex for, you know, she said five years. She said when she spoke with her husband after he said it was closer to 10. Um, Mm. but yeah, so just women just are believing that this is, that this stuff is acceptable, that it's okay. Um, and just hearing from other people that they finally confide in that that's just what's normal. Sure. I, I even had, I have a good friend of mine who uh, is north of us here in Michigan and she's a, she's a, she's an OBGYN. She delivers babies. And, and I actually heard over beer, another woman, another friend of ours who had just had a baby mention it to her that she was having uh, pelvic floor pain, incontinence and low back pain. And, mm-hmm. and, and no offense to my friend, but she, she said, uh, you know, well, that's, that's pretty normal, you know? Pretty normal. That that was the that was the advice from the doctor who delivered her baby, and I just, you know, of course it was not at work, so I kind of just listened and just inside, you know, you just get you just kind of get eat up eaten up inside because you you're, you know there's help for people, and and um, it's just frustrating that um, you know people just don't they don't have the solutions that are out there. So I'm I'm excited. I think uh, your biggest problem is going to be that this is going to explode. You know, I hope that your server, I hope that you've talked to your web developers and they have a strong server so that you don't crash that. <laughs> and I really do. I really think it's going to be an awesome experience and I'm, ex- I'm excited to even, to even be involved and know you guys, you know. So we want to make sure that our audience um, is able to find you and that they also, uh, we like to give them things for free. So, so one of the cool things that you have that introduces people to your program is, is this um, kind of free uh, assessment that, uh, that someone can take. So I wanted to real briefly just kind of touch on that and yeah. have you explain it and then let everybody know how they can get it. 
and, and then how they can find you. Uh, so go ahead and talk about that real quick. Um, when you go into the site, you can uh, click on a link that says your My Core Floor Score. Mm-hmm. And it's a questionnaire that basically takes you through and gives you a score to tell you, you know, where you're at. Is this something you need? Is your core floor something that, you know, needs working on? Um, and so it's based off a score of 100 and, you know, like a test. So as you go through, each question is kind of weighted. So at the end, you actually get a score that will tell you, um, you know, whether or not you are somebody who would benefit from from some core floor work and exercises and education. So um, you can access it right through our website. And it's, you know, I think it's pretty helpful because I think a lot of women – Again, I had one woman say that she came in to see me and she said, well, I don't have incontinence. I just leak a little. And I was like, well, that's pretty much the same thing. I think a lot of women kind of downplay it. So I think the questionnaire is awesome because it really gives you insight to see, wow, this is really impacting my life in a way I didn't realize and is maybe worse than I thought it was. And I really do need some help in in taking care of it. I love it. I love giving somebody the opportunity to test themselves. I think it's a powerful strategy. Um, and we're going to put that in the show notes too. So this episode, you can kind of go in the show notes and actually just click the box and get that free assessment as well. And the website that Brittany is launching here really soon, you said next week? Yep. We're hoping within the next week. Okay. It's called uh, mycorefloor.com. Uh, very easy. Tell me about the name real quick. What, what, what does the name mean to you? It's, it's, you typically hear pelvic floor. Why, yeah. why did you choose my core floor? Because we started feeling like the pelvic floor really is at the core of the body and it really needs to work with the abdominals, with the low back, um, with the proximal hip um, musculature. And we really felt like it's not just the pelvic floor. I think traditional treatment focuses just on Kegels, just on the pelvic floor muscles themselves. And really the truth of it is that the pelvic floor works with the entire core region, with the pelvis, with the abdominals, with the hip, um, with the low back. And so we felt like my core floor was really a better kind of all-inclusive name for for it than just pelvic floor. Pelvic floor just seemed too isolated. And it's really not, when you're dealing with treating it, you really can't deal with it in isolation. You have to look at the whole area, the whole region. I had one time I had a PT describe it to me like, your spine is surrounded by a house. You know, your the roof of the house is the diaphragm. The walls of the house are your abdominals and, and kind of the, those muscles. And then the floor of the house is the pelvic floor. So I, I love it. It fits perfectly with a, with the functional understanding of what's going on. Um, you know what? I think also, too, I would encourage all the listeners to go to your site. There's an awesome video on your homepage that really mm-hmm. describes uh, the animation that you have there is really powerful and it describes, you know, what you guys are doing too. So I would encourage everybody to go check that out as well. I love that. I love that video, Brittany. And it, the part of that video that kind of brought it together for me was when you just see the kids running around, you know, the little kid, animated kid in there running around playing and, and you just kind of say, Hey, you know, look at how kids learn how to control themselves and control their bladders. And that's like a light bulb went off in my head. Like, wow. Yeah. We've been going after this totally differently than that for a long time you know it just makes a lot of sense i also think the interesting thing is that with kids if our kids were potty trained i mean my kids are in elementary school in third and fifth grade if they started peeing their pants i would immediately be at the doctor being like wait a minute they were potty trained and now like they're having accidents and what's going on but i find it entertaining that as adults the same thing happens and yet we keep it to ourselves we don't talk to doctors we don't say anything you know so we really just want this site to educate women that that's not okay it wouldn't be okay if it was your kids it's not okay if it's you and we want to just put it in real terms you know make it real for people so that they can understand it and really know what's going on 
you know, maybe we should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but this not just for women. I mean, I, I've had plenty of men who come in uh, who've, who are post-prostate surgery, who are having, you know, difficulty uh, with erections or they're having pelvic pain or they're having incontinence. And I can tell you that the strategies that we have learned from the Gray Institute are also helping men as well. I don't know what the statistics are on, on men, but I know it's affecting them as well. It's less It's less likely with men, but it is out there. And I think that they're that population is even worse in terms of talking about it because I think it's even more embarrassing for men. Um, I think women sometimes in small groups will open up to each other. Um, but I think for men, it's kind of a pride thing. And so it's harder for them sometimes, I think, to kind of approach it or talk to anyone or talk to their doctors about it. With my core floor, when we initially started, we wanted to be able to kind of encompass men and women. Um, and as we started trying to get everything together, it just was too much. So we decided to focus on the female aspect initially, but we do hope at some point to maybe be able to branch it out that men could also, you know, um, have some education tools for them on the site as well. I think from a marketing strategy, it makes sense to to be really focused on who you're avatar is. So, I mean, I, I like what you guys are doing. I think it's great. I just know that for the men that are out there that are still hanging on to this episode and listening, um, you know, if they've got an issue, uh, it can okay. help as well. Absolutely. So man, I really want to thank you. This has been a awesome episode. And again, in the show notes, we're going to have the free assessment that people can take to determine how, how, how good their, uh, pelvic floor is functioning. And we really want to thank, you know, Brittany for being on the show and looking forward to, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on your site and getting in there and just kind of just getting in there. And, and I want to, I want to go through the modules and see what you're teaching and mm -hmm. I'm excited. And yeah, so absolutely. Really. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, how can people find you, Brittany, uh, besides my core floor? Is there like, do you have a Facebook following or anything like that? Actually in the process of developing a Facebook page for my core floor okay. so I can get information to you as soon as it's up and running. Sure. I'm assuming it'll be my core floor, right? On Facebook. Okay. And then we've got Twitter. Brittany's got, uh, Twitter name is the Capiello. All right. And then of course we've got Instagram too. And I, I, I find Instagram that, that would be interesting, you know, <laughs> the, the pictures that could be on Instagram. So what's your Instagram uh, name? Um, it's Brit, B-R-I-T-T, -T, and then P-T, 2378. Awesome. Awesome. So thanks a lot, Brittany. We appreciate you being here, and uh, good luck with my core floor, and look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks, Brittany. Appreciate it. Well, what a great episode that was. Brittany from my core floor, enlightening us with pelvic floor knowledge. And we really hope that you guys enjoyed uh, that episode. I know I did, you know, hopefully we can have her on the show again. And again, just a reminder, uh, we have Brittany's been so kind enough to give away uh, a free pelvic floor uh, assessment, the my core floor uh basically a quiz and you can find that at the the bottom of our show notes for this episode so you go to uh, ptofire.com forward slash episode five and you're able to listen again to my core floor as well as get the quiz and the assessment and we're just super excited that she was here uh, again her website is mycorefloor.com which is going to be launched here uh, before you listen to this episode so you can get there you can access it and gosh that was great yeah, what a great example of somebody who's challenging the status quo, somebody who's out there doing it every day, uh, challenging tradition in order to help better serve the, our patients and our clients out there. Now, we would love for you guys to join our community, our uh, physical therapist on fire community. Simply go to ptofire.com. 
Uh, you can check out our website, fill out your name and your email, and and then just get free updates from us. And, and feel free also, if you guys have any idea of, of people that are in your mind that you'd like to hear podcast episodes of, anybody, even if it's you out there challenging the status quo out there, kind of grinding and, and getting after it every day, we would love to have that conversation. Again, we're building up the success of other movement professionals uh, out there. So, again, we appreciate you guys for listening. Take care. Fire up. Mm-hmm.